Hey guys, this side Savita. Welcome to Home Helpline, and I'm back with a very new topic that is um, from PSM, from the chapter Epidemiology of Communicable Diseases. Today we will be dealing with epidemiology. The book I'm referring is KPAR, which is considered to be the gold standard book of uh, for PSM and for final year BHMS students. This book might feel quite boring, but uh, after reading this you will fall in love with this book so this is really a very good and updated book so you must read this book so to the topic i will be dealing today is diphtheria and so as you all know you might have learned from diphtheria from other text but today we will be dealing uh, diphtheria from kpar so let us begin diphtheria is an acute bacterial infectious diseases you all know by toxigenic strain of corny bacterium diphtheriae three major clinical types have been described that is anterior nasal facial and laryngeal right however the skin conjunctiva vulva and other parts of the body may be affected the bacilli multiply locally usually in throat and elaborate a powerful exotoxin which is responsible for number 1 the very most characteristic to identify diphtheria that is the formation of a grayish or yellowish membrane which is also known as fels membrane or pseudo membrane commonly over tonsils pharynx or larynx or at the site of implantation with well defined edges and the membrane cannot be wiped away there is marked congestion edema or local tissue destruction and uh, there is uh, enlargement of the regional lymph nodes and signs and symptoms of toxemia may be present fatality rate on an average is about 5 to 10% which has changed little in the past decades in untreated cases and in children under 5 year of age and adult over 40 years of age one out of 5 person who get diphtheria dies now uh, uh, in world diphtheria is a rare disease uh, in most developed countries uh, owing a routine children vaccination in countries where there is satisfactory vaccination scheme have been instituted the disease has declined that uh, it is no longer regarded as public health problem however the disease is seen occasionally among non immunized children in developed country also improved uh, socio economic condition are ch- are changing the epidemiology of diphtheria changes in lifestyle allow far less opportunity to maintain natural immunity such as um, so frequent skin infection with corny bacterium diphtheria these epidemics are largely due to decreasing immunization coverage among infants and children waning Im- immunity to diphtheria in adults moved all uh, movement of large group of population in last few years and irregular supply of vaccine these outbreak highlight the need of boosters vaccine recent diphtheria outbreaks in a number of uh, countries have demonstrated a shift in age distribution of cases to older children and adult in developing countries the disease continues to be endemic due to lack of adequate widespread immunization the true 
members of diphtheria cases and death are unknown because incomplete reporting from most countries where the, the disease occurred during the year 2016 about 7097 diphtheria cases were reported globally in india diphtheria is an endemic disease the avail, um, available retrospective data include a declining trend of diphtheria in the country it is due to increasing coverage of children population by immunization during the year 2018 about 11720 cases of diphtheria were reported in india with an about 9083 cases and zero death followed by delhi in uh, the most cases were reported from assam where there, there was 9083 cases uh then it was followed by delhi in 1957 cases uh then rajasthan and then west bengal uh now uh, the epidemiological determinants as you all know epidemiological determinants based is based on three factors asian factor host factor and environmental factors right so first we will deal with the asian factor the causative agent c corny that is corny bacterium diphtheria is a gram positive non motile organism it has no invasive power but produces a powerful exotoxin four types of diphtheria bacilli are differentiated that is gravis mitis belfanti intermedius all are pathogenic to man in general gravis infection tend to be more severe than mitis infection not all the strains of the organism are toxigenic there are evidences that non toxigenic strains may become toxigenic when exposed to particular bacteriophage the beta phase carrying gene of the uh, toxin production the toxin can affect the heart leading to myocarditis or nerves leading to paralysis diphtheria bacilli are sensitive to um, uh, penicillin right Uh, which are readily killed and he- uh, healed with the chemical agent they may survive for short period uh, in dust and fomites now the source of infection source of infection is a case or the carrier of diphtheria right a case case ranges from subclinical to frank clinical cases mild or silent infection may exhibit no more than mere running nose or sore throat these cases may play a very important role in frank cases in spreading the infection carrier that is carrier are the common source of infection so you must remember that out of case and the carrier or or the subclinical cases or the carrier carrier are the most important source of infection and this has been asked in competitive exam that what what is the source of infection out of carrier or uh, i mean the most common source of infection is whether carrier or subclinical so you must say the carrier are the most important source of infection carrier may be temporary or chronic nasal or throat carrier nasal carrier are particularly dangerous as the source of infection because of uh, frequent shedding of organism into the environment than the throat carriers okay the temporary carrier state may last for about a month but chronic carrier state may persist for years or so unless the patient is treated immunization does not prevent the carrier state okay now infective material the infective material is nasopharyngeal uh, secretion discharges from skin 
contaminated fomites and possibly infected dust now a period of infectivity is un- uh, unless treated the period of infectivity vary from 14 to 28 days from the onset of disease but the carrier may remain infective for much longer period a case or carrier may be considered communicable and when at least two cultures properly obtained from nose and throat 24 hour apart are negative of diphtheria bacilli now the host factor the third uh, that is the second factor host factor is the age of the uh, diphtheria particularly affects children of age 1 to 5 in countries where widespread immunization practice a shift in age incident has been observed from preschool to school age okay now both the sexes are affected immunities infant born with immune mothers are relatively immune during first few weeks or months of the life before artificial immunization large proportion of population in developing countries were acquiring active immunity through apparent infection which resulted in widespread production of antitoxin and population thus most members of population except children were immune by age 6 to 8 years approximately 75% of children in developing countries were skin where skin infection with corny bacteria diphtheria are common have protective serum antitoxin level since diphtheria is principally the result of action of toxin formed by the organism rather than the invasion of the organism resistance to disease depends largely on the availability of specific neutralizing antitoxin in the blood stream and the tissue it is generally true that diphtheria occurs only in person who possesses no antitoxin or less than 0.1 lf unit per ml now assessment of immunity to diphtheria toxin for individual patient can best made by review of documented diphtheria toxoid immunization and primary that is booster immunization if needed environmental factors uh, diphtheria can occur in all season although winter month favor its spread mode of infection mode of infection is droplet infection and it can also be transmitted directly to susceptible person from infected cutaneous lesion transmission by object example cup thermometer toys pencil contaminated by nasopharyngeal secretion of the patient as possible but only for a short period now the portal of entry is respiratory route commonly a uh, portal of the most common a uh, portal for entry is respiratory tract and non respiratory routes include skin where cuts uh, wound uh, ulcer not properly attended to or may get infected with diphtheria bacilli and so is the umbilicus in the new newborn occasionally the site of implantation may be eyes in it area or middle ear the non respiratory routes of infection are less common in developed countries where spread by droplet infection is more common incubation period for uh, diphtheria that is uh, is 2 to 6 days occasionally it may be longer clinical features include respiratory tract forms of diphtheria 
कंसिस्ट ऑफ फेरेंजो टॉन्सिलर और लैरेंजो लैरेंजो ट्रैकियल नेजल कॉम्बिनेशन देयर ऑफ पेशेंट विथ फेरेंगो टॉन्सिलर डिप्थेरिया यूजली हैव सोर थ्रोट डिफिकल्टी इन स्वालोइंग लो ग्रेड फीवर एट प्रेजेंटेशन एग्जामिनेशन ऑफ थ्रोट मे सो वनली माइल्ड इरेदिमा लोकलाइज इज एक्जुडेट और स्यूडो मेम्ब्रेन The membrane may be localized or a patch of posterior pharynx or tonsil may cover the entire tonsil or less frequently may spread to cover the soft and hard palate and posterior portion of the pharynx the early stage in early stage the pseudo membrane may be whitish or may wipe off easily the membrane may extend to become thick blue white to gray black and adherent So in later stages the pseudomembrane became adherent and attempt to remove the membrane result in bleeding a minimal area of mucosal erythema surround the membrane patient with severe disease uh, may have marked edema of submandibular area and anterior portion of neck along with the lymphoadenopathy giving a characteristic bull neck appearance so always remember bull neck appearance tracheo laryngotracheal diphtheria most often uh, is preceded by pharyngotonsillar disease usually associated with fever hoarseness croupy cough at presentation and if infection extend to bronchial tree the most severe severe form of disease initially it may be clinically indistinguishable from viral croup or epiglottitis prostration and dyspnea soon follows because of obstruction caused by the membrane this obstruction may cause suffocation uh, if from not promptly relieved by intubation or tracheostomy the diphtheria bacilli within the membrane continue to produce toxin actively this is absorbed and result in distant toxic damage and particularly parenchymatous degeneration fatty infiltration and necrosis in heart muscle liver kidney and adrenals sometimes accompanied by gross hemorrhage irregularities of cardiac rhythm indicate damage of heart later there may be diff- difficulties in vision speech swallowing or movement in arms legs the toxin also produces nerve damage resulting in often paralysis of soft palate eye muscle or extremities patient who survive complication recover completely nasal diphtheria the mildest form of respiratory diphtheria usually is localized to septum of turbinates and one side of the nose uh, especially occasionally the membrane may extend to the pharynx non respiratory mucosal surface that is the conjunctiva and genitals may also be site of infection cutaneous diphtheria is common in tropical areas it often appears in secondary infection of a previous skin abrasion or infection the presenting lesion often an ulcer may be surrounded by erythema and covered with membrane patient uh, generally seek treatment because of chronicity of the skin lesion now the control of diphtheria how can we control by early detection and active search of the case for the cases carriers should start immediately amongst family and school contact carrier can be detected only by culture method swabs should be taken for both the nose and throat 
and examined by culture method for diphtheria bacilli tests should be made for virulence of the organism now isolation all cases all suspected cases and carriers should be promptly isolated uh, preferably in hospital for at least 14 days or until proof free infection at least two consecutive nose or throat swab taken 24 hours apart should be negative before terminating the isolation now treatment cases when diphtheria is suspect, suspected diphtheria antitoxins should be given uh, without delay im or iv in dose ranging from 20000 to 100000 that is um, unit Uh, or more depending upon the severity of case after preliminary test dose of 2 ml 0.2 ml uh, subcutaneously to detect sen- sensitization to or serum for mild early pharyngeal or laryngeal disease the dose is 20000 to 40000 unit for moderate nasopharyngeal disease 40000 to 60000 unit and for severe extensive or late Three days or more disease, eighty thousand to hundred thousand unit. In addition to antitoxin, every case should be treated with penicillin and erythromycin for five to six days to clear the throat of three C uh, uh, Cornubacterium diphtheriae, thereby decrease toxin production. Carrier, the carrier should be treated with ten days course of oral. erythromycin which is the most effective drug for treatment of carriers the immunity status should be upgraded and uh, upgraded now the contact med- um, contact merit special attention they should be uh, throat swabbed and their immunity status should be determined different situation pose different option where primary immunization or booster dose are received within 5 years or no further action should be needed where primary course of or booster dose of diphtheria toxoid was received more than 5 year before only booster dose of diphtheria toxoid is given non immunized close contacts should receive prophylactic penicillin and erythromycin they should be given 1000 to 2000 unit of diphtheria antitoxin and actively immunized against diphtheria contacts should be placed under medical surveillance and examined daily for evidence of diphtheria for at least a week after exposure the bacteriological surveillance of close contacts should be continued for several weeks by repeating swabbing now the community Uh, the uh, only effective control is by active immunization with diphtheria toxoid of all infant as early in life as possible as scheduled with subsequent booster doses every 10 years thereafter the aim should be to immunize before the infant loses the his maternally derived immunity so that there will be continuous protection from birth without any gap in immunity to natural disease the vaccine being a toxoid is not directed against organism therefore immunization does not prevent the carrier state consequently the non immune individual are not protected by a high level of population immunity this implies that immunization rate must be maintained at high level 
करेंट प्रोफाइल एक्टिव्स आर आर कंबाइंड और मिक्स्ड वैक्सीन दैट इज डीपीटी डिथिया पर टू सिस्टिटिनस वैक्सीन डीपी डीटीपीडब्ल्यू दैट इज डिथिया टिटिनस होलसेल परटूसिस डीपीए डीटीपीए डिथिया टिटिनस ए सेलुलर परटूसिस डीटी डिथिया टेटनस टॉक्सोइड डीटी डिथिया टेटनस एडल्ट टाइप पेंटावैलेंट दैट इज डिथिया टिटिनस परटूसिस हेपेटाइटिस बी एंड एचआईबी सिंगल वैक्सीन्स आर एफटी फॉर्मल टॉक्सोइड APT alum precipitated toxoid PTAP purified toxoid aluminium phosphate PTAH purified toxoid aluminium hydroxide TAF toxoid antitoxin flocculase and antisera that is diphtheria antitoxin So now thank you for listening and in next segment I will be dealing with the DPT vaccines uh, various forms of vaccines and how what are their doses uh, what is the optimum age number of doses uh, the interval between the doses mode of administration reactions contraindications and also about pentavalent vaccine single vaccine and antisera these are also the important topics which you must know that um, what are the gaps with, uh, and how what is the age how it should be stored so dpt vaccines uh, this this is the main important thing which you should know uh, how to vaccinate and what is the optimum age for vaccination so these all topics will be dealt in the next segment so stay tuned and ho- i hope you like it Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. See you in the next segment. Till then, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy.